I think I'm just going to do this from now on. Someone wrote me a cue, and if you have a cue, please write it, and if other people feel your pain, upvote it, and I'll probably answer it from now on. It's just easier for me. But she was writing about the fact that she wants to start a, <laughs> like most people, a side hustle. No, she wants to start like a small business. Something about coloured paper. Good luck with that. But she was saying that she wants to start it up, but she's scared of doing it because, you know, what if it fails and she invests all this money in it and then she'll be back to square one. Which my response is, probably will fail. Good night. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Coloured paper's pretty shitty. Uh, look, not, not just because it's about colour paper, but the simple fact is that 80% of new businesses that start up fail. I think that a lot of the reason for that is that a lot of people just get really excited about starting up the business and then when they just go through the grind of it, they can't mentally handle it and so they just subconsciously sabotage themselves. I think that is a huge component of it. Another huge component is people just do not respond to what the market wants and so they get left behind in the dirt. And then the other final thing is that of that massive 80% thing is that just environmentally and circumstance, things just didn't luckily happen. Where was my mouth today? It didn't happen. It just didn't happen because it was the wrong place at the wrong time. So for instance, if you're trying to sell, uh, I don't know, purified oxygen, probably better to open that up in Double Bay than it is to open that up in Bathurst. Maybe it does work in Bathurst. You can't imagine a bunch of farmers going, oh, it's tough in the drought. Oh, I feel fresh as daisy now. Maybe they are into it, I don't know. I do know for a fact they're not. If you did that, you, you would go to sleep, you would wake up the next day and a huge graffiti tag across your window would just be the word poof. I don't know, look, do what you want. But I think that's the smallest aspect of it. I think a lot of it is that you just didn't roll with the punches and adapt your content as a re and adapt your business as a result of rolling with the punches. That's the thing of it. It's just as soon as you start, start adapting. Just, it's a, it's a never ending process of trial and error. A classic example, a classic example. So me, but it is just about me. Obviously I've just gone on to a different endeavor on YouTube, which is to just pump out a bunch of bullshit content. <laughs> because that's the only way that the algorithm responds. It's like a leaky bath. You just have to keep filling it up with videos. And how do you do that? You have to do really shallow content and lots of it. Now, does that mean that I've stopped the actual in-depth stuff where I do, where I research something for two weeks straight? No, I still do that. But as a result of there being new content on there, yeah, instantly, as soon as you do it, subscriber base jumps to the highest it's ever been in the entire experience of Friendly Geordies because I'm doing what the algorithm wants. But you're also pissing off a bunch of hardcore fans. <laughs> hardcore fans people that are always just sitting there like you know be like oh, i liked your content and then there was one piece of content i didn't like so i'm unsubscribing fuck you you're the worst person i've ever met in my life thanks for the last five years of free content <laughs> but you know like that content is still there and i like doing it i think it's a public service it is a public service to go through a bunch of boring parliamentary budget papers that nobody wants to read and actually talk about what is happening in this country someone has to do it and I think we all know that the person for that job is Waleed Ali.
I reckon he's got to change his name this year to, to probably just like legally steal MC Hammer's MC because I rock it, Hammer because I nail it. Um, I, I am committed to the public service, but the thing is, after a while, you get to a point where what you're doing is diminishing returns because you are releasing one piece of content about a very specific piece of the world, of a, of a very esoteric piece, like nobody wants to know about politics, no one wants to know about Australian politics, so you're fighting an uphill battle. The way that I used to do it was to also release a piece of content that was like, you can relate as an Aussie can't get music festivals, but then Facebook changed its algorithm, so growth had just stagnated for all of 2018. You can see the bind I'm in. What's, what's a player gonna do, yo? He gonna play the game! So, your only avenue now is YouTube, and you have to do what YouTube wants. And the reason that I want to do this in the long term is because at this point, I think I'm good. Frankly, what I'd like to do is just grow this channel my entire life. That would be great. Like, honestly, focusing on politics, I feel like, is something that is nourishing for my soul. But this is nourishing for my soul and, like, happy. La, 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 la. But you got to focus on the negative in life as well, because otherwise it just doesn't get better, does it? Who will clean up this mess? But, you know, like, I, I, this channel gives me profound joy. So I would like to just focus on this. Um, but, you know, to, 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 move, to move the Richter scale and, and to reach more people so that you're actually competing with mainstream media outlets in real time, the only way to do that is to pump out more content. That's it. That's what YouTube wants. That's what you've got to give YouTube. In doing that, like a lot of people do like the new style, but there is also a lot of people that are writing extremely nasty comments. Don't think I don't read them. I do. Too obsessively. I think that was one of the most insightful things that Louis C.K. ever said, where he just said that, Feminists can't handle a joke and comedians can't handle criticism. So true. We're such frail beings. <laughs> and it's so ironic because your whole job as a comedian is to pay other people out who sit there and like, yep, I can take a joke and as soon as you pay out a comedian at all, they're just like, that's it. I'm going to have to sit in the toilet for the next two hours and cry. Um. <laughs> uh, look, What's going on with you when you're doing a new endeavor? Obviously, because it's new. First of all, it's not gonna be good. You're not gonna figure out the bugs of it. You're just gonna to have to push through it. Sorry, I don't think there's any alternative to it. Very rarely, and if you do, that is pure luck. When you, ex when you execute on something and it receives overwhelming positive response, try executing it a couple more times. You'll fumble. That was a fluke, I can guarantee you, because you haven't figured it out yet you're still gaining your ground. But what would be really good is if you just fluked it, you fail a couple of times after that, and then you figure out why that fluke worked. That's a good thing. But most of the time what happens is it's just failure, 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 failure. Oh, slightly less of a failure. Let's go with that. A bit, 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 bit more failure, more failure, failure. Slightly less of a failure. That's the usual projection. That's the toughness of life. And so when you're starting something new, accept that there's going to be a lot of negative feedback. There's going to be a lot of people saying you suck. And the fact of the matter is you do suck. 
it's really, it's not nice. But who said life is nice? Probably Oprah Winfrey did. Um, she should be president because she has read The Power of Now. I highly recommend you read that book. No, not none of that one. A New Earth. It's a better version of The Power of Now. It's by the same author. I think that that's what most people are scared of. Pretty much what they're scared of when they try something new. They're not actually scared of failing. They're not scared of the business going kaput. What they're actually scared of is that people will judge them. And it makes a lot of sense. Because the caveman brain, there is nothing worse than social rejection. Because social rejection means instant death. So it makes a lot of sense that your brain would do anything it possibly could to avoid getting socially rejected. So it doesn't want to start new things. And so as a result of that, there's very few people that even try. And out of those people that try, when they start receiving the negative feedback, they usually curl into a ball and that's the end of that. And then they revert back to what is comfortable. That's what needs to get changed. What a sentence. That really deserved to be slowed down. That's like in mixtape rap when you hear them say like a line that is, they think is amazing, but it's really shit and they stop the beat. You know, when they're just like, I was a snotty nose with no papers. Now I'm sitting on a house with, and they stop the beat, 22 acres. Oh, it starts again. Didn't deserve that. But in order to move up in life, you have to be uncomfortable pretty much all the time. You just have to. And as soon as you get uncomfortable with being, uncomfortable with being uncomfortable, being comfortable is what makes you feel uncomfortable. That's the instinct of a killer. That's, that's the kind of person that really excels in life. When you are feeling comfortable, so say with me, for instance, with that YouTube channel, all of 2018, feeling stagnant. I felt kind of bad about that as well. I mean, it's good. It's, it's, it's the lifestyle that I dreamed about five or six years ago where I can tour the country and do stand-up. That's great. But just seeing the fact that like you put out a video and this is like, yay, 60 more subscribers. You've hit a plateau and you're not reaching enough people. And is the Labor government elected in every state and across the nation? No. So there's work to be done. There is work to be done. You have to figure out a way to reach other people. And that means that you have to change strategy. And when you change strategy, you're not going to be good at that strategy. And so you're going to fail a lot. And so that's the problem, is that when you start failing, you feel uncomfortable, people revert back to what is comfortable. That is what the normal person does. So when you're starting something new, ask yourself, are you scared of that venture failing or are you scared of the social rejection? I can guarantee you 90% of the time you are scared of the social rejection because what happens is if you fail and no one sees it, for instance, if you trip over right now, you wouldn't care. You just get up and you're like, oh, my leg hurts. But what happens if you trip over in public? I can, you, you will get up and then you will start walking away in a quick power walk while pretending that nothing happened, making the situation even more hilarious for the people that are watching. Obviously, everyone's just going to ignore it because that's how public crowds work. It's probably going to be a couple of lads being like, oh, what a fucking grunk. But that's what happens, right? It's the same action. It's just that when people see it, you're scared. That's all that's happened. It's just, and, and really ask yourself, 
who are you really scared of? Because it really, I, I, it's probably only 15 people. It's probably an aunt that's always nagging you at Christmas gatherings about that you're not doing anything with your life. It's probably a few friends from high school. That's pretty much it. 15 people. 15 people that you don't actually probably like that much anyway. But you care about their opinion. You, you've got to stop caring about other people's opinion. And I know that's ironic because obviously you, you can't ever not stop talking, caring about people's opinions. That is part of the human condition. But what you have to do is in spite of that nervous system pain that I can guarantee you never goes away. If I don't get, look, when I'm talking about hate, right? I'm still getting like a 95% like ratio. But that is different to getting a 99% like ratio and that extra 4% of people that dislike it, the, your body just goes, ah, I can't handle it, I've got to go back to just sitting in my room and doing two weeks, you know, that, it starts flipping out. But you just got to push through it. Now there's things that you can do. So first of all, there's a lot of tricks that you can do as in like when you start feeling that, instantly start thinking about a bunch of things that you're grateful for and just look around the room there is a bunch of things in there and I purposely keep my room as minimalist as possible but I can look at it right now there's a lamp there I live in a day and age where I don't have to go and buy whale fat bring it back here and half the time a house burns down I can just turn that on and then I can study for an extra six hours a day like that I've got a whistle over there that made training my dog a hell of a lot easier. I've got a pretty sick bed. <laughs> it's comfy and it's good for your back. There's a lot of things to be happy about in this room. There's nothing in here. I've got floorboards. That's better than most people in Mexico who just walk around in dirt. There is a lot of things to be happy about. So the next time that you are feeling that social rejection, stop. Take a deep breath in because they've no, they've registered in the, that your brain is able to change trajectory. If you just sit there and like, oh my God, people are making fun of my colored paper business. They're saying, why didn't you have saffron yellow instead of iota yellow? That, that, instead of thinking about that, just take a deep breath and think about 10 things that you're grateful for and then push through the pain. And when I say that, don't ignore the feedback. Understand that the feedback is a natural part of it, but you're going to get a lot of negative feedback at the beginning of starting anything. And know that it is going to build you in the long run. If I just sat there and listened to the safe space that most Melbourne comedians put themselves in, I would not have a following today because I would not be listening to what the people want. I would be listening to what my manager wants to put me on these little crap shows in Melbourne that have the same hundred smug, annoying, elitist hipsters in there that do not represent the general population. As a result of listening to the people, I understand what the people want. To a degree. Now that I've started a new endeavor, I have to learn what the people want again, but I will learn it because I know what the process is now. And then you just have to understand that that is the process. At the end of all of this, my take home piece of advice that you should write down, you should have a scrapbook and write down things that are inspiring to you and then just every now and then review it. I review it. I used to review it nightly. Now I review it, you know, a few times a week, but this is the thing that you should get embedded into your head about starting a new endeavor. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. See you soon. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, see, I'm learning the new YouTube game. Fast-ish, aren't I? Like and subscribe.
don't just walk off this and not return the favor by just going <laughs> see I put in barely any effort into this you can put in barely any effort into making it kind of go up a little bit in the algorithms here 